right, today we're back on another episode of About Fate. Today we have Mrs. Mrs. Rihanna Washington. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> I'm uh, glad that you decided to come on with us. I don't, I don't know. This might be the longest I would have ever talked to you. So this is yeah. gonna be <laughs> yep. this is gonna be interesting. So as you know, I don't like to waste too much time, and I like to try and just jump in. So if you don't mind, just start us. Same question I did ask everybody to start us off with. Just you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, just your background, like where you're from. Uh, church did you grow up in it uh that's what your whole childhood experience was like okay so yes of course i did grow up in church um you said of course like they just know that well <laughs> well okay yeah so i guess everyone listening wouldn't know that but i did grow up in church um my mom grew up in the church that i currently go to and um she left god and the church um and had my brothers and i um three of us and um, so I didn't grow up in church from the age of a baby, but around age five, I believe, um, my mom got saved, um, gave her life to God, and we we got back in church. And um, were, we at the, were we at the new church or was this? Yeah, well, I I went a few times to Ewan with my grandmother, Sister okay. Pruitt, but um, at the new church is where I really remember like being. Okay, I remember one experience at Ewan, and that was going to Sunday school, and that's such a faint memory, but. Um, yeah, I say new, but this church is like twenty years old. Yeah, yeah, it's good and good <laughs> no, and established. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I've been there since I was about five. I'm twenty three now. I'm going to be twenty four this year, so it's been exactly about twenty years. Oh man, um, I didn't know you was that up. And so you know, <laughs> uh, God's word has been a part of my life for a long time now, for the majority of my life. And um, I was just telling someone today. Um, my life is centered around Christ now. Like my identity is in Christ. And so, you know, everything that I have to say at some point will be, you know, centered around That's Jesus. That's supposed to be. Um, and I cannot help that. And I'm, I can't separate the two. But um, I, I, I grew up in church, but like a lot of people who grew up in church, I didn't know God for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, very, was very familiar with church um, etiquette. And I was familiar with what you're supposed to do, you know, raise your hands when they say, raise your hands, clap when they say clap. Um, you know, if, if the musicians go off, you go off, (laughs) even though I can't shout to save my life. Um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just if they said to give God a high praise, I gave God a high praise. And so I, I went through the motions for a lot of my, um, childhood. Um, and I remember being around, like, I would say, 10 or 11, I got serious about God, um, mm-hmm. because God started dealing with me, um, in dreams about the rapture. And I tell people all the time, even if I had heard this story before, no part of me remembered it. And so I really believe it was God. I remember one night, particularly I was dreaming and I started seeing, um, stars fall out of the sky, like fire. Um, the moon turned to blood mm-hmm. and, I could see like planets in the sky. It was weird. Now that that part I don't think is biblical, but the stars falling out of the sky like fire, the moon turning to blood, that is biblical. And I had no idea. It scared me. It scared me so bad. And I remember telling my mom about it and she was like, well, that's in the Bible. And I was like, okay. And it not, not just is it in the Bible that was like 
what's going to happen when the rapture yeah. is taking place. And so I was like, okay, God, because I grew up in church, I knew that that wasn't just coincidental. Um, I knew that God was trying to get my attention, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I wasn't too young to be saved, that I wasn't too young to go to hell either. And so I got serious about God. I would, um, I remember my summer vacations, I would spend hours, literal hours reading through the word of God, taking notes, praying, um, I would put a sign on my door. You know, we weren't allowed to have our doors closed at home because um, we were we were too young for that, you know. <laughs> but um, my parents respected my time with God and they would allow me to put that sign on my door and close my door when I wanted to just spend time with God. And I did. Um, but it got to a point where I was introduced to other things that, you know, just were not godly. And I would take advantage of that privacy that I was allowed yeah. and you know, the enemy really started to creep into my heart and my life. And I saw how much of a stronghold sin had on me because I was saved and I was in love with God and I was happy and on fire for God. But I don't think I had the Holy Ghost when I was 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, And And so you need it in order to You need it because when those things that the enemy presents start to um, engage you, Mm -hmm. You, you, unless you do have the power to say, I'm not interested in that, or I don't want to be interested in that. I'm not curious enough about that to even tempt my soul. Right. You're going to tempt your soul. And so that's what happened to me. Um, and like most teenagers, you know, like we, we all go through, I feel like we all go through stages of our lives where, um, curiosity gets the best of us, um, because we're growing up and thing again, things are be- just being presented to us, um, that we have never, um, known or experienced before. And so that happened and it was, it was a stronghold. Um, the, the things that I, that had my attention were truly a stronghold for me. And yeah. it took years of me pouring out my heart to God and not because God wasn't able to save me. Right, right. That was never the case. Ever. God has always been powerful enough to deliver. It was a willingness on my end to actually let go of the things that had me bound. Oh, I think you said that because I think a lot of people, uh, they don't understand that. Like, it's God always has enough power. Always. Like, he, he has more than enough power, yeah. I would say. I'll say it like that. Yeah. He has more than enough power. And when you have a strong call, it's not that God doesn't have the ability to break the, the chains, but sometimes it's the willingness on our part of what we are willing to do yeah. to to allow him to break the chains. Yep. That's the best way I can kind of put it. Um, you know what I mean? Like we talk about, even after you get saved, like there could be strongholds, right? Like you still could have and Absolutely. You have battle, right? Absolutely. And so you could, you, how, how do we I get to the deliverance, right? We, the Bible, you have to sanctify yourself. What right. can I do, you know what I mean, to show God like, hey, I want to be free of this. I mean, and because then, the Bible does say sanctify yourself first and then yeah. he'll come in and sanctify And so you have hope. to put your, you put the effort first yeah. and then sometimes, you know, you'll see God come through and he'll bless you. Now, when it comes to salvation, again, like you have to be willing to show like, it could be a heart thing because people will say it with their mind, but it's really not with absolutely, their heart, right? Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? They'll like, oh yeah, I want to be saved. I want it. And then you can really see like, um, not really having a conversation, go. yeah, like with someone, like, hey, they like, they'll say, oh, I can quit anytime. Mm-hmm. Like, well, quit right now. Just right. quit for a week to show me right. you can quit. And they right. like, I don't want to, like, yeah, because you can't. Like, right. if, if you just want to prove me wrong, you could just stop, stop for a few days. But a lot of times, people, they, they love sin, and sin is because it's pleasurable. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'll never sit here and tell somebody, like, 
seeing it in person. Absolutely. It is. It, it is. is. So it's that's why if it wasn't pleasurable, everybody would run the church. Absolutely. Like you nobody eats anything that's disgusting. So, and and continues to do it unless there's a goal in mind. Unless it tastes good right. to them, right? So right. nobody like continues to like do something that's that they feel um it's just hurting them. Like it's a reason why people are addicted to drugs. It's a mm-hmm. reason why you see people addicted to alcohol. It's because those things feel good in a moment, right? And so, because you're in the flesh, like you, yeah, you're in the flesh. And so, yeah, and then your flesh just crazy, right? Yeah. So whatever you feed is what what it continues to crave. Yeah. Right? So like when you eat a bunch of sweets, right? You just continue to crave those things. But if you start like weaning yourself off of, mm-hmm. you'll find yourself not craving it as as much. So uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it you're me, good. It got me thinking. Like that's how people. Um, you have to have that willingness, like you said. I really like that you said that. Like you have to have a. It wasn't that God didn't have the power. It's just like you didn't have the willingness. A, a natural application and a weird fact. Um, <laughs> um, I recently, I have a friend who is obsessed with her oral hygiene, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she has beautiful teeth. And I noticed that she would use this tongue scraper to scrape her tongue. And I was like, what's that all about? Her breath, like, never stinks. <laughs> so, and so I ordered one, and I just read a little bit about it, I guess. And um, I found out, like, when you when you cleanse your palate, not only is it, you know, good for your oral hygiene, you, you're not offending people with your breath, but if you are, like, trying to change your diet or something like that, cleansing your palate will literally trick your brain into not wanting what you... Like, if you if you ate brownies this morning no matter how much you brush your teeth the residue from the brownie is going to be on your tongue for a while yeah when you use a tongue scraper and you cleanse your palate literally scrape your palate it changes your thinking not just your taste you know what you want and it's kind of like that in the spiritual realm as well like when i changed my thinking and my palate what i wanted spiritually what when what i wanted um from god was more important than what i wanted naturally yeah. That's when I got my breakthrough. I remember when I got my breakthrough. I remember when I got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I mean, I I remember, you know, they say, you know, your hands look new and all of that stuff. My hands did not look new, but I remember just feeling I felt chains breaking for me. When was this? How were you? When it was July 29th, 2012, I believe. Okay. Um, I, It was the Friday night that Pastor Cooper was preaching at one of our convocations. Is I think it was... Belief? Yeah. yeah, I I think so. I can't. Well, let me no, not. Let me not it, say it, was, it, was it might have been the Jubilee. It may have been. I just remember she preached and she preached like she always does. And if y'all don't know Pastor Cooper, it was Cooper, yeah, it was, it was, it was, was Friday night of convocation. Because Kingdom Building the year was the year before. And yeah, she preached was, until yeah. God got the glory and until I got the Holy Ghost. And I've never been the same. Church. It was. It was. I was like, I wasn't stretched out on the floor, but I was slain. <laughs> I was done. And um, I remember feeling that breakthrough, like naturally and spiritually, I felt that breakthrough. Like, okay, I finally got it because I would go back and uh, forth to the altar. Like, God, save me. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I would pray every night. Da, da, da. Right. But it wasn't until I really decided like, okay, what I want from God is more important than what I know naturally. Like, it's like you want something from God that you've never really experienced. And so it's, it's kind of, it is like an actual battle. You, it's a battle between faith and and what God can do for you and how he can keep you and how great your life can be. If you really give it to him 
and what you know, which is pleasing yourself, like in the natural, like with anything. But if that's smoking, drinking, and too. it only lasts for a moment. You keep having to keep chasing it. Take it from somebody who like grew up in church as well. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, uh, for me, I just uh, I thought it was like rude when I grew up. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like I just didn't understand. Like this makes no sense mm-hmm. to me. Like I don't understand why we do. Like I wasn't I wasn't learning relationship, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and so. I just, as I grew up, I was just, I don't know. I was just like, I can't wait to get later. Right. And so he just gravitated to, um, rap music probably was the worst mm-hmm. idea to listen, mm-hmm. thing to listen to. But it was stronghold. Uh, yeah. It yeah. just like, it just started like going down a path of things like I never thought. And so doing, and you know, I always tried to tell myself I had control. Right. Over it, but I did. I knew I didn't right. have control. Right. So, you know, uh, I mean, you've heard it. I was like. Um, I probably tell more of it like on street shows, but like smoking, taking pills, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, like, why am I taking pills? Like, I would just try Escapism it. Escapism right? yeah. and curiosity. And so then I mean, you just keep chasing those same yep. things. And I don't even remember if this is going to sound foolish, but I kept doing it. The first time I ever got high, I, I was like, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so, like, but you I kept remember, wanting to die. Yeah, I even called my friend. I was like, yeah, I think I'm about to die. <laughs> am I dead? I even asked him, am I dead? <laughs> he was like, he was like, bro, you tripping. But I was like, next day, I was like, I'm going to do it. Let's do it again. That's yeah. a good idea. And so it was yeah. just like, you you realize, like, you don't have control over it. You right. don't. But when you come to God, like you said, like, it's, you really feel like, you can feel the difference, the joy, of the peace. Mm-hmm. All the things you were looking for when you allow God to come into. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I'm rambling now. but <laughs> No, you, you're talking good. It's true. It's true. But go ahead. I'm not, I didn't want to answer. Oh, that. well, I mean, yeah, I'll wrap that up. My testimony that I, I did get the Holy Ghost and um, I have been saved and filled with the Holy Ghost since. And it's been... It, there have always there will always be things that are going to tempt you and there will always be things that will try your faith um and you know it got to the point where i had to tell god like i was i was in one trial in particular and i was like praying for my next trial that's how bad that trial was cuz i was like 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 how does that sound you know like god okay i'm ready for my next one i don't i don't I, even want to deal with this anymore cuz i'm ready like, for my next I one you know but i realized <laughs> you know my mentor black he always told me it was almost like a daily thing you know the bible tells us that we're going to we're going yeah. to have trials. Like, it's just a part of life. And so... So, I ain't praying for no extra ones. I ain't praying for any extra ones. But whatever you um, got for me, next guy, like, go ahead and send that one. It got I to the point. Right. Um, but, you know... But... but I'll let you finish. I was... I know. I don't know. Um, what was I saying, CJ? See, here I go. You trial. Uh, you said you was trial was so strong and you was praying for the next trial. I don't know where I was going with that. But... but <laughs> It's but, just, but trials are like, I was gonna say, I'll say this. So, with me, it's like the next trial may be even worse because it's it's meant to uh, strengthen you and take you to a, a stronger faith, right? And to and to for God to reveal some more glory, you know what right. I mean? For and uh, for you, um, uh, I was literally reading the other day, and I started to think about like. Uh, I'm going to talk about this later, but I was thinking about like um, how Jesus Christ had to suffer, mm-hmm. right? And so his, the vindication of the cross is the resurrection. Right. Because we see the glory, like, and so we have to suffer, right? The God's going to, we're going to see vindication in our life through 
when he brings us out. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to suffer. Yes. But we're so going to be vindicated the yeah. through the glory he reveals in our life and right. through our life. Right. So that's, I don't know. It's a head to throw it in there. It's been that's a good stuff. But, <laughs> that's good stuff. But yeah, you, I know you said you got saved. Uh, oh, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that it, yeah, I've been saved and there have still been trials and there have still been um, things that have tempted me. But it's it's through like all of that that I do grow closer to God and right. that I do like yeah. my faith grows stronger in God. I I don't tell people all the time, but it's something I think about all the time. I'm so grateful for the testimonies that I hear when I go to church. But God has blessed me. I'm only 23, but God has blessed me with so many trials, and that's that's a blessing to be able to say I've been blessed with trials. He's blessed me with so many different trials that I have. I can literally stand on my own testimonies. Yeah. And that's not glory to myself. It's glory to God because he has brought me through so many different things. He's healed me. Like, and not just like a common cold. Like I've been hospitalized. I've yeah. been, the doctor has told me that as a teenager, um, and it, it makes me emotional when I think about it because as a teenager hearing something like, um, you know, oh, your body's just fighting against itself. We don't know what to do for you how am I supposed to feel about that? Right. My my own body is fighting against me and there's nothing y'all can do about it. And I'm yeah. suffering. I'm losing my hair. I'm gaining weight. I, to like- I'm, I'm in pain. Like, you know, yeah. and for God to bring me out of that with the full victory, that's amazing. God has healed my heart and not just a little heartbreak, not just, you know, a boy acting crazy, like heartbreak. Um, from from my father not you know you know from what um from what my mom and dad went through um so healing me emotionally and mentally um providing for me like i i have so many different testimonies that i can stand on and so when i do face new trials it's not that i can't glean from anyone else because i absolutely do i'm not crazy enough to believe that i have all the answers because i don't um i do have the word of god i do have my own testimonies but i also um, love to hear from other people and hear other people expound on what God has done for them. But I'm just saying, like, for me to be 23 and for me to have so many different testimonies of the different things that God has been for me, he's been He's been father, he's been healer, he's been provider, he's been comforter. Like, he's been, yeah. he, right now, for me, I would say God is father because that is something that um, I've recently been healed, been healed from, yeah. um, you know, not having my father the way that I need him yeah. as, as a young woman, but, um, that's what he's been for me right now. But I'm just saying like, he's literally been so many different things for me and I'm only 23. And so it's like, it's only up from here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even if there are trials, it's only up from here. Yeah. That's what God, I think he wants to teach every one of us, like every trial to show us a different, um, aspect of God. Exactly. Like, of who he is. So yeah, like, so we can experience him in different ways, so we can know we can trust him in all areas of our life, right? right. No matter what, because, you know, we can't just say, like, you know, God, God can be, you know, we say, like, a lawyer, doctor, but, right. like, if you say those things, like, there's going to be a time where, like, I may, he has to prove God's going to take me through, he's going to prove, like, yes. yeah, he's going to have to prove himself to me, like, and I'm going to have to trust, but then I can lean. It's good if I can lean on my past experience, right? Like yes. You get saved and you have your first trial. I can lean on that. If he can save me, right? That's the worst. Do that's anything. The, yeah, like that's the yeah. toughest thing. That was the toughest thing to change. Like it's you know. Yeah. They say what the sound like is like money doesn't change people, it just brings out who they really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it, people's character doesn't just change, right? So right. to see somebody change who they are. You know, only God can only do that. God so can he do can it. do that. If I need healing, he can heal me. He created the body so he can heal me. Exactly. Right? Like, if I need a financial 
blessing like right he created the world but what it like he doesn't even what, he doesn't operate what, on what, money like what is what money to god yeah, yeah. What's, what's money to a real yeah. boss right. what's money to god <laughs> right like, right <laughs> exactly so, i know you talked a little bit about uh some of the trials like are there any scriptures though like that you had to stand on like through those trials yeah um, actually <laughs> You can have a trial that you want to speak of in particular. I, I can speak on a particular trial because if I don't, I'll just ramble about all of the different ones <laughs> I've been through. Um, but I remember I did a study abroad and um, I did a few different study abroads, abroads when I was in college. But um, I did one in particular in Washington, D.C., I was, um, I was about to say, as long as you didn't say you like studied abroad and it was like, I went to East Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've been to coast. I went to Paris. Um, that wasn't a full study abroad. Not Paris, Texas. Actual Paris? Paris, France. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did Paris, France when I was um, moving from middle school to high school. Um, that was a... I think it was one week. It may have been two. I'm pretty sure it was one, though. Um, I also did Costa Rica for three weeks. And then I did Washington for... Um, a full semester. So that was from August to December. That's amazing. How were those experiences? Oh, Costa, Costa Rica was the best because I was older and I was able to experience the country on my own. I don't like doing like a lot of touristy stuff. Like it just, eh. um, so I was able to explore on my own and eat, like eat the food and talk yeah. like with the, I stayed with the host family. That's the, like, that's not what this is about. So I won't ramble about that, but it was a great experience. But yeah. Washington, on the other hand, um, it was cool when I first got there, yeah. but I was broken when I went to Washington yeah. because I was still dealing with ill will or not ill will, ill feelings because of, um, the broken relationship I have with my dad. Yeah. I didn't realize that yeah. when I went to DC, um, I was dealing with a lot of what I felt like was rejection. And so I got there, I'm by myself. Like I literally know no one in Washington, DC, um, <clears throat> As opposed to France and Costa Rica, I was with people I kind of knew. Um, D.C., I'm there by myself. And I'm there for a full semester. I am stripped of my family. I'm stripped of my church home. Um, of course, I was watching YouTube live. Of course, I was calling my mama every day. But it's just it wasn't the same. Yeah. And so I'm there. I'm in a faraway country. <laughs> yeah. um, and things just kind of started hitting me all at once. And... If I had never felt anxiety before, I felt it when I was in D.C. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like it lasted like the whole time I was in D.C. And um, I was like, okay, I just got to get back to Dallas. I have to get back to Dallas. I have to I have to let my pastor pray for me. Um, and it was funny because when I got back to Dallas, I did come back in October. And I think Apostle may have been there at church, but I don't think he preached that Sunday. I believe it was Elder Patrick Murray who preached. And it was, it was like... God knew exactly what I needed because the message that he preached was for me. Yeah. Um, he was speaking about anxiety and things like that. And it was, that was for me. Um, and I, I had to develop a, a different type of prayer life for myself. Mm -hmm. Cause again, this was like, this is a new trial. Yeah. I never felt this before. I've always been jolly and happy and nothing's ever really been an issue. Um, at least not mentally, you know, like dealing with sickness, it, it was hard, but yeah. there was medication, there was hope. I was yeah. doing better. You know, my hair started growing back, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, it's getting better. Um, but with this, it was like, I could not see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, when am I going to stop being, so I was literally, well, I, there were days where I would be in the apartment alone. I had an apartment and I stayed there with, um, 
another young lady who was doing a study abroad program she was wealthy and so she was hardly ever there she was you know she had different places she could go and things yeah, like that yeah. and she was always out on the town and stuff like that so she was hardly ever there and there were periods of time that she wasn't even staying at the apartment um like weeks you know and so there would be days where i would literally walk around that apartment crying and feeling crazy because i was dealing with this and i didn't know how i was gonna come out of it and i was praying i was um and so I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I need to fast. Maybe like, what is it that I need to do God to bring me out of this? And so, um, I, I was praying, I was fasting and it got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to develop a battle plan for myself because one thing I know that the enemy can't contest, like he can try it, but we've seen him fail. He can't contest the word of God. Yeah, We've seen him try to twist it with Jesus, right, but right, that right. was a fail. Like yeah. that didn't work, work out for right. you. So, right. you know, you're dumb if you try it again, but go ahead. He's going to try it. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> but I know how that worked out for you. So yeah. it, it won't work on me. Um, And so I developed a battle, battle plan of scriptures for myself. Um, And I, I actually put it in my notes and I said, it's, it's called scriptures and sayings for anxiety. And so I have, you know, um, my, my anxiety was rooted in one that feeling of rejection but it was also rooted in me wanting to know everything yeah about my life and how it's going to turn out because control control freak oh yeah I, right and I'm so like i like so I it was it was hard for me to let go of all of that um yeah. and so i wrote down but he knoweth the way that i take when he has tried me i shall come forth as gold um i wrote down for god has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Um, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. That one really spoke to me because yeah. it was like you literally are commanding your soul to praise God, even if you don't feel like it. Yeah. You're commanding your soul to leave those negative thoughts behind and dwell on the things of God and forget not all of his many benefits towards like these things, you know, the way that I'm saying them now, they don't sound like, you know, much cause I'm not, I'm not, um, oh, no, it sounds amazing. I don't know what you're talking but, about. <laughs> but, and, and that's not all. Like I have so many more, oh, you but can them all. This is what this is I, the thing is like, I, I had to start speaking these out loud every time I started feeling those feelings because I had to hear it for myself what God's yeah. word was for me. Like, he, you know, we always want God to come and speak through the clouds. And he no, already he already spoke. spoke. He already gave us what Go we read your word and come out of that. Like, yeah. you you don't have an excuse. Read yeah. your word and yeah. get out of your funk because yeah. you're in a funk. And yeah. God is like, sis, just... I already spoke to you. Already, okay. You Go mean. back and read the receipts. And so yeah. that's what I had to do for myself. And I, so I, one part I did it for me so that I could hear and my soul could hear it and I could rehearse these things, but also so the devil could hear Like you need right. to get out of my face. You're really upsetting me and right. I need you to leave. Um, and so, yeah, I had those I had, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And the last one is not a scripture, but it was a quote that Apostle Obius Murray, which is our former pastor, used to say, um, and I'm probably going to butcher it the way he said it, but he would, in, in so many words, he would say, you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but oh, yeah. you can you can definitely stop it from building a nest yeah, in your that's, head. That's how it goes. And so <laughs> that one was a good one for me um, because, yeah, the thoughts will come. And even now, like, 
it's nowhere near as bad as cast it was. It, yeah, cast that do. stuff down. <laughs> but you know, like even now, like the devil's never going to stop tempting you. Right. Um, especially if he knows that there's something that can tempt you. Yeah. Um, but I like it's again, it's so much better now. But again, yeah, the thoughts may come. Like you don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. Now I'm married, and now we don't know. You know, we y- you can do so much to prevent yourself from having a child. Right. But at the same time, right. you know, you never know when that's going right. to happen. And me, I'm a control freak. I want to have everything in order for when I get pregnant. <laughs> Still, so that's and fine. um, Still and so, but it. even now, I'm like, girl, chill out. Like God's yeah. got it all in control. You know. Right. Um, and so yeah, I the things the things that you are tempted by. This is what I've learned as a Christian. devil's never going to stop trying it um and even if it's something that you have fully overcome there will always be something new that he will find because that is that is the way of a christian it's hard it's not it's not daisies and roses it's you know that's not what our it's it's a suffering way we got victory after we got victory we're gonna have it down here and we're gonna have it period after this so it's always victory always <laughs> always and so that's what that's the bottom line is that there's always victory for us because we have that through christ jesus i like what you said at the beginning you was like you developed a better plan yeah I'm like we need to make another it's a second altar call we had to make during this, pastor, <laughs> during this podcast episode uh because you just gave us a bunch of scriptures you probably helped a lot of people out there because i think at this day and time a lot of people deal with like stress and anxiety yeah. and, and a lot of times people don't want to talk to anybody because they don't want to feel like uh, I know for me, like I didn't want to feel weak. Mm-hmm. Like as a man, like, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up. My grandfather was like, yeah, man's, man's man. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And also it's, a pastor. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, I don't want to feel. So he just taught me to like, it's how you are, right? Like, right. You just, I just kind of keep everything, and then sometimes you like need to let it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The best way to let it out, like you said, get a battle plan, talk to God, develop Absolutely. a better prayer life, and that's how you gotta do. Like I can pray more. Uh, but I like that. Develop a battle plan. That's what people should learn to do, right? Like, yeah. They feel like they're going through their I felt like I was going to war. Right. And right. I was ready. Like, I, just yesterday, I had something that was tolling my mind right. personally um, within the marriage. And it was nothing that Tavian did. It was something that oh, no, was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was just something I was dealing with that he could not help me with. Um, it was nothing that he could do. It was just, I had to... I was trying to do everything else and it was, it's a natural, it was a natural thing, but it was something that I didn't consider like, maybe I should pray about this. Right. So I prayed about it yesterday and I received my breakthrough yesterday. Yeah. And it was like, you literally, I realized if I, not that I didn't realize this before, but I was reminded you can literally pray about everything. Cause God is concerned about everything that you're concerned about. Yep. And so yeah, pray about everything. Go like everything it's a battle. Like it's not small to God. It's like, not small to like, God. You know, when you think about God, like it's like so. I think it's just society, right? Like the way we've been brought up. So like you on your job, you're like, I'm not free to go to the boss about everything. Yeah. Like, like I'm not free. And then you're like, his boss. He. De- I'm definitely not free right, to go to him. Right. And then that the CEO. Like, I'm definitely not free to go to him about <laughs> losing your job. So then you think about God. You're like. I'm not here to go to God with this. It's mm-hmm. like, it's God. Like, he but he's like, I care. Cast all, casting all yes. your cares upon him because he cares for you. Like, he says all, like, you give everything to him, right? Because he cares about you. And, and so, he already knew about it, but sometimes yeah, I want yeah, you to say so, it. Like, my mama used to know about so much stuff that I was dealing with, but she wouldn't mention it until I told her. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of like the same way with God. Like, he knows everything you're going through. He knows your thoughts from, from your feelings and all of that. Like, he, he's, omniscient omnipresent like, I'm all-knowing here. i'm over here waiting. sovereign but <laughs> he just sometimes he just wants to hear from his child like hey yeah, talk yeah. to me let me know what's going on exactly so what about i know you had 
bunch of scriptures for us. Did you have any like songs that comforted you during those times? I have the worst memory in the world, which is why I had to write down my list of scriptures. <laughs> no um, so I can't remember a song then, but I have a few songs now that they're not necessarily like, they don't necessarily help me through trials, but they just remind me of God's goodness and God, like just God and who yeah. he is and how sovereign and amazing yeah. and almighty he is. Um, and I was just listening to one of them on the way here. Um, I See the Lord by Jason Nelson. I love that song. Because it's talking about how the tra- yeah. God's train like fills a temple. Um, okay. his, yeah, yeah, yeah. his peace has blanketed me. Like it just speaks myself, of all man. of God's <laughs> attributes. Yeah. Not all of them, but so many different gods uh, of God's different attributes. And it's just a beautiful reminder of who He is. Um, and that alone, like, can bring you out of any type of mess that you're in. Yeah. So I want to so say you since you've been in different places, what what trip? had a big spiritual impact on you? Was it just the one in Washington or was it another one? Well, Costa Rica as well, because I got to Costa Rica. I'm having a time of my life, right? Yeah. And this Costa Rica is when I developed this battle plan. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in Costa Rica having a time of my life and I'm still having thoughts of what's next. Because I was... Um, I, it was, I had finished my fall semester in D.C., and right after my fall semester in D.C., I went to the travel abroad, study abroad in yeah. Costa Rica in January, and I knew that I didn't have money for my next semester. Oh. And so oh, yeah, I, was, I was like losing it, like, okay, what am I going to do next? What's happening? Like, God, are you going to come through for me? I've seen that you have blessed other people with their tuition. Am I going to get that same blessing? I'm praying. I've been faithful. Am I going to receive that same blessing? Yeah. Um, I know that, like we we already stated, money is not an object for you. Um, my faith is high, and I believe that you can. So, what's next? And um, it did not happen the way that I thought it would. But I see now, and I told someone this the other day, not the other day, uh, recently. There are just so many different things that God protected me from that I didn't even realize He was protecting me from. And I'm not saying education was one of those things He was protecting me from, but it was maybe maybe there was going to be um, an educational opportunity or a job yeah. opportunity that I would have taken foolishly yeah. that would have led me in, on a path that Wasn't wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was in Costa Rica having a time in my life. And all these thoughts of anxiety, uh, what's next? Um, everybody else is doing this. Everybody else is doing that. You don't know what you're doing. I had a lot of pressure on me because from a little girl, people would tell me, you know, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. You're going to be great, blah, blah, blah. And here I am, a junior in college, can't finish my college career because yeah. of money. And it's, it wasn't really, it was kind of like a, I beat myself up about it because I had the opportunity to take out a loan, but I didn't want to take out a loan because I didn't want to be in a whole bunch of debt. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I was just like, okay, I'll work this summer, you know, and I'll just pay off what I owe and I'll my go wife, back. My wife will give you a whole spill on Sally Mae if you Listen, want to Listen, Sally <laughs> Mae, we are not buddies. Um, we are not friends. Um, and yeah, it didn't work out like that because life doesn't work out the way that you plan for it all the time. And like the Bible says, I think, I, I hope I'm not butchering this, but I believe the Bible says like God laughs at our plans. Um, I could be making that up, but in essence, in essence, (laughs) he does like God, just imagine like God does sit back and laugh at our plans sometimes because we, we think we have it all figured out. And he's like, no, I know the plans I have for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't have this figured out the way that I have it figured out. I I literally have a blueprint for your life had to develop before you were even thought of. So, you know, all the, all the stuff you're planning sis, just calm down. (laughs) Um, my, my plans are better, but, um, yeah. So that's when I developed my battle plan in Costa Rica because I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to keep dealing with this. It was like a temporary, um, 
a temporary peace that I had, I guess, from the time that I was in DC until that time. And I was like, well, how is this resurfacing? This is the time of my life. This yeah. is not the time for this to be resurfacing. So I said, yeah. okay, no, we're going to, we're going to figure something else out. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, any specific like spiritual mentors or spiritual heroes that's like, you know, been, at, been there throughout your life and what have they done to like encourage you? Um, of course, my pastor and first lady. Yeah. I can talk to either of them about anything, and I know that they're listening, and I know that they're praying. Um, that's good to hear, because I've heard some stories of, like, people talking about, like, how they can't talk to their pastor. So, no. That's good to hear. No. Like, both of them have mentored me and, and talked me through some things, for real. Um, and then I would say also, um, you know, I was working for Chris Black, and but it was almost like I wasn't going to work. I was going to like a spiritual <laughs> like mentorship with that guy because every day he had something to tell me about Jesus. And we would oh, yeah. it was almost like a Bible study every day. Yeah. You know, we did. We did a little bit of work, I guess. But it was more like he was preaching to me and teaching me every day, almost um, things about the word of God and just equipping me for not just, um, you know, spiritual warfare, but also like, you know, um, biblical principles about biblical principles about money biblical principles about marriage biblical principles about like things in the natural world so that was great um and then also i would say um i would say duprina jones rochelle jones um she's an evangelist at our church i have had the opportunity to talk to her about things both spiritually and naturally um and just knowing that She's had her own share of like things that she's been through. So she does she doesn't just speak from the perspective of someone who knows the word of God, but she also speaks from experience. Yeah. And not that like obviously Apostle and Lady D and Black do as well. Um, but I just it's like I call her my auntie. So she it's like a different relationship. To, yeah. 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 That's great. It's great to have those people like that. You can like learn from because a lot of times too, like it keeps you from traveling down the same road mm-hmm. or you know, if you do go through, it's it's comforting. You're not happy that somebody else like had to go through a travel. It's right. comforting to know that God took somebody else through it, right? And that like He was able to bring them out of it, right? Right. And so like that's for me, right? That's like you said, like you love her in testimony. So mm-hmm. when you when you can hear somebody else like, hey, I dealt with this, and and you um, don't have to deal with yeah, it, yeah, and like and God brought me out, mm-hmm. or I don't have to deal with it. This is how you avoid it, yeah. Or hey, you're in it, like. Yeah. This is how this is what you have to do and God will bring you out. You know, it's it's great to hear those things. Like right. It's, it's I love hearing those type of things. But one last question before you get out of here. Okay. You know, what thought do you want to leave with the listeners and why? I would say um understand the importance of prayer. Mm-hmm. Don't discount it. Um don't even if you have a season of your life where you're not praying like you need to. Don't let that become, like, the norm. Yeah. Don't let that become the default. Mm-hmm. Because God will seriously answer prayer. If you have a, if one, if you're saved, you know, if, you, if you're not saved and you're praying for healing, you're praying for emotional support and stuff like that, God won't hear you because his yeah. word says it. Um, so, you know, one, pray for salvation right. if that's not something that you've attained. But once you have giving your life to God and you are living holy and pleasing to him, pray about everything because he'll also like 
he'll help you while you're in stuff, but he'll also keep you from stuff. Yeah. And I, I've witnessed that so many different times firsthand. And so a lot of times it's easier to not even get yourself into things if you just pray about it before. It's like yeah. so much easier to just not, like I think about Jonah all the time. <laughs> Dude was crazy. <laughs> he didn't have to go through any of the things that he went through if yeah. he would have just been obedient and if he would have consulted God, yeah. you know, from the beginning. Um, like I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like seriously, pray, pray for guidance. Pray for peace. Pray for understanding. Pray for wisdom. I pray for wisdom all the time. I pray for God to like keep my mouth closed because sometimes I want to say like things. Not like I, I'm not the type to pop off on anybody, but like sometimes I just want to speak my mind, and it's not oh, yeah, always I, I wise. Too, it's not I, always wise to I, speak I, your yeah. mind. Like I, like with my husband, like. Uh, he's great at it because I, he hardly ever complains about anything I do. And I know I ain't perfect, (laughs) but he doesn't, he doesn't vocalize as much as I'm used to vocalizing. And so that's something that I'm like, okay, you know, he gives me a lot of grace. Yeah. Give him the same amount of grace. Not that he does things that are so terrible, like ever, because we have a great marriage. We just got married, first of all. So if we got issues already, <laughs> it's, it's, that's a problem. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, you know, it's like so many different things that, not so many different things everything should be prayed about and it's not a deep like spooky type of thing like no seriously pray talk to god about everything like he is your roadmap he's your blueprint he's your guidance counselor he's he's everything and more for the christian i love it thank you for coming by again uh of course i did get you something too uh for coming by and we're gonna go here and run the this has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, and on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.